Hi there, and welcome to the TXF Weekly News Podcast. I'm Ralph Ivey. I'm a reporter with TXF, and I'll be taking you through the headlines for this week in export and commodity finance. At txfnews.com, you can find an interview with BPL Global CEO Sean Aspinall discussing bank capital regulations and the repercussions for infrastructure deals and the broader CPRI market. Now, in export and project finance, US Exim is set to move ahead with plans to support the drilling of more than 400 new oil and gas wells in Bahrain. A deal of more than $100 million is under discussion, despite the Biden administration's promises to end support for new fossil fuel projects. Last week, it was reported that two members of Exim's Climate Advisory Board had resigned in response to the decision. The project is set to increase oil and gas production in service of future energy demands in Bahrain. Norway's shipyards have reported a significant uptick in demand for new ships in connection with Exfin's commitment to deliver entirely green construction financing in 2023. Every Exfin-supported vessel was equipped with electric, hybrid or hydrogen propulsion systems or was designated for use in offshore wind. Exfin offers a 75% guarantee on shipyard loans and last year demand from offshore wind, ferry companies, fisheries and aquaculture surged. Saatchi has announced a new untied financing as part of its push strategy, 80% coverage on a 12-year 1 billion euro loan for the Ministry of Finance of Saudi Arabia. The funding will be used for general budgetary purposes, and the pool of international banks was comprised of HSBC, BBVA, Caixa Bank, Credit Agricole and Santander. In commodities and trade, Zambia has announced plans to directly trade a portion of its copper output in competition with companies like Mercuria and Glencore. A senior economic advisor to the government has said that legislation could be prepared in the next three to six months and that the government may opt to receive physical metals instead of royalties from some of its major mines. The decision comes as part of a renewed attempt to secure greater benefits from Zambia's mineral wealth, state revenues from mines are low, and the profits of commodity trading are delivered abroad. Bungie has posted record fourth quarter profits thanks to an 89% year-on-year jump in its core agribusiness revenue to $835 million. However, the trader warned that margins would narrow significantly over 2024 as the soft commodities market outlook darkens. The major agri-traders have posted sizeable profits off the back of supply chain disruption in recent years, but ample crop supplies and expanded crush capacity are set to reduce earnings all round in 2024. Bungie is still working to close its merger deal with the grain handler Viterra, which is expected to be finalised by mid-year. Finally, Woodside Energy and Santos have ended talks over a merger deal that would have created a $52 billion oil and gas giant. Sources have said that the two companies could not agree on a valuation and that no firm bids were lodged after two months of negotiations. Woodside is more than twice as large as Santos and has said that it will only pursue a deal that is clearly beneficial to shareholders. Some investors had written to Woodside management expressing concern over paying a significant premium for Santos, which has largely underperformed compared to the energy sector. The deal would have marked one of the largest corporate takeovers in Australian history. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, 
You can subscribe to our weekly news podcast through your usual podcast provider, and you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram using the handle at TXF Media. Thanks for listening.